podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting the first five minutes of the podcast is just us talking about? Welcome to the movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number one fifty-two. Can you believe it? We finally made it to this pivotal number one fifty-two. Everyone said it couldn't happen. We said it couldn't happen. Then, you know, we weren't allowed to go outside for a while. It was just like, we should probably just keep doing this thing. Um, that's me. I'm your host, Tiggs. And with me, as always, are Russ. Enchante. And Peter. I compl- God, I c- completely forgot uh, about the... Uh, 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 <laughs> skip, skip me past. Right, There's Groot, no one else. It's just, the- just say I'm Groot. Yeah, just say I am Groot. Yeah. Or I love you guys. Uh, that was a cute moment. That was a very cute moment. Yeah. And let's get into this then, because we've got a couple of movies to talk about. I mean, two of the biggest movies of the year have come out in the last month and a half since we've been gone. Um, the Pope's Exorcist. And that's God, that was going to be my joke. I had been planning it for a week. I was going to go into this whole thing about like just when you're reading all these things about genre films being like, you know, just being the same thing over and over again. And then something finally refreshing comes up. And let's talk about the Pope's Exorcist, which is stolen from me. So let's just talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 instead. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, it it was. Uh, it, was it was good. Good. <laughs> It's it's so I like uh, reviews on this kind of vary. I'm on the low the lower end, but it's still a very good movie. It's just that it's it's so much. So the, my problem coming out of Guardians three, well, I, I feel like a lot of times when you have a really really long movie, I can point to like I would have cut this 15 minutes out. I can't point to a specific moment in time that I, like that I would have cut out of this movie, but it just felt so long and I was just so tired by the end of it. <laughs> I think like I uh, this will be maybe not the this is probably not a super popular opinion about where you could have cut, but one, this movie was two and a half hours and it's getting scary that two and a half hours doesn't feel that long to me. Uh, I'm like, ooh, it's only two thirty. All right. Oh no, that don't don't say that. Uh, I know. <laughs> this, I think this is what they're doing. I was like, fast X. I was like, two <laughs> twenty. Sign me up. But anyway, I, I will say that like I was looking at the time for uh, the Transformers like Beast Wars, and it was one fifty seven, and I was just like, hell yes, I can't wait. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's nice. But uh, that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. But if I could say where you could cut in Guardians. I honestly, I think that because Gamora is not Gamora anymore, uh, I don't care about yeah. her anymore. Ergo, I totally agree. you could kind of cut a lot of that out. And this movie is still as emotionally impactful uh, as it was. Because I think it does. A, it, there's really not a lot wrong with this movie. It, no. it's, it's really good in how it makes you give a shit about every single one of these people that you've kind of grown to love in a way. It's weird that like, this is uh, of all of the really any of the superhero movies that we, that we have like gotten in the last 20 years. Um, this has been the most challenging 
to watch and not in a challenging in like a, you know, lost highway kind of way, but like challenging in like a, there's so much animal torture in this movie oh. that you have to sit through and it makes you like, yeah. it makes you confront that. Like yeah. we've never seen that in a more, like these are, this is like, uh, like, I don't this, do all dogs go to heaven. I don't know yeah, what's going this, on here. <laughs> this might have the biggest point to make of any yeah. Marvel movie about anything. And like, uh, it, it, it and it's purely like torturing animals is fucking ridiculous and it yeah. that you should be dead and there was no like there were very few like and again like if you don't you if you don't have that you know gene or whatever you're just like i don't know whatever it's an animal like you know you're a monster but like the moment where um rocket like jumps and just starts like attacking and like scratching the guy's face in the in the in the flashback i was like this is the most cathartic thing i think i've ever seen oh, yeah. in a movie to just to watch this and it was just such raw rage from like it, it you could feel it it was palpable it was crazy um i could have done without like all of the other characters i just wanted to see more rock i just wanted to see all the flashbacks of rocket and then like them like there, oh. there was that was that oh. was that was the thing yeah it, it gets over stuff quality because as you, you, that's the story that you're tracking the most, but you can see the movements the movie's making to attempt to wrap up everyone else as well. Right. And, and like, and, it, and there, it's like Peter Quill is like, like what until the last like 30 minutes, it's like, okay, this isn't his story, but now it all of a sudden is his story. Um, and it, it, it's a weird kind of like the swap in at that point. Um, I like where they leave it, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it, I, I don't think Quill needs that moment at the end of it again. No, no, no. He, he's had it. He's had it a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know why we do that. Um, but uh, I guess it's like, I would say the one thing I really enjoyed was uh, Cosmos. The space dog was. Oh, the- oh so good. Oh. Such a good boy. Such I, a good I boy. Loved. It's one of those bits that I loved how long it went yep it, yeah it, it just kept going kept, they refused to let it go and i think that's what makes it funny because the bits about someone not letting it go that like they kept finding times to bring it up yeah and and in doing so inform a lot of the character of cosmo who they kind of just threw in a, in a in a marvel special and didn't really have enough time for us to get to know you know, properly. So I think they do so much with so little in developing uh, that character and relationships, which I, I I don't know. I think this movie, what it, I appreciated the most about it is this movie is only about this movie. Yeah. It, it yeah, is, which is great. It, and I think like when you go back to the earlier phases, not all the, some of the best movies are the ones that just service their own story. And, I get it. We're in the multiverse, the multiverse saga or whatever the fuck, but we don't need every single thing to be about that. Or I won't care. Like I need to give a shit about the characters that you've developed over time and not to service any other movie other than the one that they're in. And this movie is the most present Marvel movie that's come in a, in a minute. Because it's really not introducing any new element, any new major yeah. element, except for Adam Warlock, which they, I think, did a, a really good, a job, good job of yeah. of depowering in a way that makes sense. 
I also think that like with Quill's story about like how he didn't need the ending, um, he just didn't. You could have cut Quill out of this, yeah, and it would have been a hundred percent. Like th- there was no need for him in this movie, really. Yeah, like, he could have just been crying in a corner somewhere at the beginning, and then crying in a corner at the end, and like cut out everything else, and just had like you know the the two hour movie like of everything else that's going on because everyone else drives this. In fact, like it even feels like like that like uh, uh Chris Pratt is like phoning it in half the time. I don't know. Like, I don't think it was his most powerful performance. I think that like, that is, that was also due to the character trying to be like more depressed. I mean, it starts with creep. So like, you know, there is, there's that obviously going on like throughout the entire movie and like that, that reserved performance that he has, maybe that's the whole point of it is that it's more reserved and not a bad performance, but like you could tell that he's not supposed to be into it. Yeah. When you center it on him and keep centering scenes on him, it feels the most, that's when the movie drags because he's just doing like fetch quests. Like he's the one that's saying they have to go here and then they'll go here and then they'll go here. And when all the emotions on other characters and you're into that, you kind of, he, his sequences drag it down. And to be fair, I love a fetch quest. I mean, come on, like who doesn't like a fetch quest in the long run, but still, I don't want to watch them. I would want to participate in a fetch quest where I can go and like get Knights of the Round or something like that. You know, like something, I mean, that's not even a fetch quest. It just happens. But like, that's, that's different. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's just, it's, it's all to say goodbye to him. And like the final, the final shot or the final like still image, I, I, that was like adorable. Um, But like overall, was it? I have heard a lot of saying this was the best of the Guardians movies. No. Um, I don't think I agree, but I also haven't rewatched one and two in a while. The last time I watched two, I actually really, really enjoyed it from like hating it the first time I saw it. So I don't know where I'm going to be on a rewatch of this. I think especially two, I think is way more focus in balances everyone's stories better mm-hmm. yeah I, I think the peter and his dad story is really interesting the the drax and mantis friendship is more is is well balanced with um Gamora and nebula but also with rocket being a dick like i think all of that right. stuff has the right amount of time throughout and this yeah. it's off yeah I, I'll still enjoy this a great deal on rewatch more so than like the last like six Marvel movies I've I've like left the theater like liking in some degree but have not rewatched any of them really. Yeah. The only one that I've re- rewatched well I rewatched Ant Man again and I was like yeah this was this is still not great. Uh, Shang Chi is the only one that I've rewatched and been like I still really like this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's the only one I've I think that's the only one I've rewatched as well in in from Phase Four. Because I just really don't care about most of them. Like, I yeah. haven't rewatched this uh, Spider-Man 3. Um, ah, I, yeah. I, it, it's uh, like Eternals. Um, I haven't rewatched. Uh, I've the, tried there's... to want to watch Eternals to see if I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, 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 we, we got, we bogged down on Guardians. Let's move on. All right, we bogged down on Guardians. Go see it. It's pretty good. Uh, Pete, what is your take? on the Pope's exorcist. And let's make sure that we say the Pope doesn't need an exorcist in this movie. No, it's not, but it's, it's, it's more of the Vatican's exorcist, if anything, uh, <laughs> but it just happens to be an exorcist who is very high profile in the long yeah, run. It, it's like, if you know, you have car trouble and someone's like, Hey, I got a guy 
but it's the, yeah, the, exactly. the Pope and his guys. That the Pope's the one who's saying, yeah, exactly. The Pope's um, the one who's like, I got a guy. This movie is not scary in any way, shape, or form. But And everything about it, it, everything that could be scary in this movie is taken from The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Russell Crowe so is good. kind of delightful. He and is chewing up yeah, everything. <laughs> I think this movie understands that these Exorcist films are kind of silly. Yep. And not like, and not like you know, original Evil Dead's Deadite silly, but like, right. This is all kind of a little weird, and I think Russell Crowe is fantastic. I he is. No, he, I totally agree. I hundred percent agree. This movie almost attempts to start its own universe. Yep. This movie feels like a pilot to the next ten seasons of The Pope's Exorcist. Because it ends with them being like, one demon down, 199 to go. And it's just like, Ooh. I will watch 199 sequels. And I, I read that in a couple of reviews first. I was like, that sounds ridiculous. But no, they set up 199 sequels. And yeah. I I will probably watch 20 of them. Because um, it's it's just oddly fun. And like as I said, every single every single review that says like, why is this not scary? I was like, it doesn't. It shouldn't be. It's like, no, it, no. especially if your character is set up to be the of extremely competent because he's the Pope's personal exorcist. Like, right. it shouldn't be scary. He should kind of be like deflating it and just like kind of you know he's his sense of humor is is almost a weapon, <laughs> which is very fun. But like, yeah, you get to, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, you get to, get to watch Russell Crowe speak Italian. And speak right, English and right. Italian accent and ride a Vespa around Rome. I like. I want to. Watch I would more. watch. Th- I like if I still had a screensaver and could make an animated screensaver, <laughs> it would probably just be Russell Crowe riding around like Italy on a Vespa. Like I could just watch that all day. Oh, um, okay. I love how this movie starts with like the the intro to this movie, um, and like the initial like quote unquote exorcism where they're just like get the pig is like so brutal to watch <laughs> that it's like yeah. insane but i love how we like immediately just like to 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 just like show like how like you know how well versed he is he like walks in and is like he's this is the guy he's speaking english he's never spoke english before and he's just like is there a tv in the house like yeah he's like all right i know what's going on here <laughs> like let's yeah. move on it's uh, fun how it deflates and it kind of like sets him up he's like hey because I'm the Pope's exorcist, I'm not exercising people every eight seconds. Like, that's not right. We're trying to set this in a weird reality, but it is strange that they do kill that pig very quickly. <laughs> like, right away. Not an exorcism. Just, it's definitely not no. an exorcism. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's, Dude, just sounds... really watch this movie. It's fun. <laughs> It's really fun until the until they like blame the Spanish Inquisition on demons and you're just like I don't know about that I think that that was just humans. Yeah, there is a huge um, history retcon in this, which which is (laughs) Um, highly suggested. I can't wait to see where this lands on Tiggs's top ten at the end of the year. And for Ooh. Alex, for Alex to not be on this episode, to be shocked when Tiggs is talking about the Pope's exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that I, I feel that tracks. <laughs> It is firmly a number ten right now. I'll tell you that much. But we'll see what happens right now and how many other pope, how many other pope movies and exorcist movies come out this year. Uh, um, all right, let's let's keep it rolling right now uh, and let's move on to Renfield, uh, which is a movie that, like, <laughs> if this was just Dracula dead and loving it, but you know, with Nick Cage's Dracula, 
would probably be my number one movie of all time. <laughs> like, what yeah, a he, waste of an awesome Nicolas Cage Dracula thing he's doing. Like, he this is so good as Dracula. Why he is this movie so good? Making like you, you okay? So like, you could be a horror comedy, you could be a horror action comedy, and you decide to be more like action comedy than like horror comedy. And I I know I'm like mincing mini genres here, but the fact that this movie goes so action heavy at the end when there's so much shit that could have been funnier. I'm like, I don't get this. I'm like, Nicolas Cage is clearly in the right movie, but the movie yep. is not in the right movie. Right, exactly. And and that's what and like the 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 initial even Nicholas Hall, like scenes. he could have done it. Oh, that those are great. And I thought like I was like, I'm so, so excited for where this is going. If yep. this is where it's starting, like I, I don't know, and I feel like Nicholas Holt was capable of doing the the kind of two hander that's him and Dracula as like an odd couple, unhealthy relationship thing. Yeah, but it, they just kind of don't. It goes in a weird actiony direction. Yeah, like Aquafina being a cop and like a weird drug thing going on. That. Yeah, I didn't need <laughs> any it's, of it's, that. It's this this trend that all comedies need to be action movies at the same yeah. time to to make a reason for people to go see them. Like, right. you know, it's it's why we have shit like, you know, ghosted on Apple now or or mm-hmm. that, that Jennifer Lopez shotgun wedding movie. Like you can't do a comedy unless you're also doing fighting. Well, yeah, yeah, I think it's like the Apatow thing of like, they're like, wait, no, the Apatow ship has sailed. We can't just have people talking. That's what right. people do on TV. So, so check something movies, else. movies have to have death. If there's um, going to be a big budget, we need to have big like uh, action sequences or else what the hell is the yeah, point of making a movie? Absolutely. And it's it's fr- it's frustrating because, as you said, it's a lot of it's wasted. And it, it really takes away from Nicholas Holt, who I think is good, but he's forced to like constantly be doing action stuff that just like it's kind of boring and it's not it's not the more interesting part of that character. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's really shitty wire work. Like yep. some of the yeah, shittier wire work I've seen in a while. So it's like not only are you doing action, but you're doing it poorly. Yeah. Yeah. And the blood, and um, I get it. Like the CGI blood is supposed to be fun, but it really is distracting more than anything else. Cause I'm like, it just looks, it looks like Virtua Fighter if Virtua Fighter had blood in it. Like ooh, it just doesn't look it. good. Yeah. No. Speaking of blood, that does look good. Hell fucking yeah. It is. <laughs> this movie shouldn't be good. No, this movie should not be good. Um, but it is surprisingly good. Um, it's not great. I think that it, it's definitely my least favorite of the Evil Dead movies, but that is a huge hill to climb in in, <laughs> all, in all respects. Um, yeah. I I think that like I, I like what they do with the apartment. I know that they don't like go crazy into it, but like things like the um the peephole scene where like all of the action is happening off of like out of the view of the people, I think it was just a really good and effective. Yeah. <laughs> and it works because it's 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 a couple of early teases, and it's not like they do that the whole time and they're hiding. Right effects from you or violence from you because they go there in a lot of different other sequences they go there there's a wood chipper at the end and they go there <laughs> yeah i also appreciated it was uh, at first when i saw the trailer i'm like oh it's about like a family oh that means everybody's gonna live 
and like (laughs) this shit was like how about we kill everyone yeah yeah especially when you start all the other people on their floor i'm like oh is this gonna be their their out to save one and it's very very quickly not that and i think that shit is so like it, it's refreshing to see something and know that everybody is on the table for death. Yes, <laughs> which is great. And also, like, it was also, like, very interesting and weird to have, like, um, I don't know. He must have been, like, what, 12, 13, 14 years old, pretending to DJ to LCD Sound System's Dance Yourself Clean. Oh, yeah. I don't know if kids still yeah. listen to LCD Sound System, but I was like, uh, I enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> But I was it's like, very I much saw. a young dad fan now. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish they did a little bit more apartment building stuff. Like, found a way to make this like make the setting of this movie um, necessary a bit more, other than just right. have like just an excuse to have like six other people around. Yeah, because like I, I people, think... but they do peephole and elevator, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's and and like you can tell the budget obviously is like super small for this, but I was I was watching um what was it Red Letter um Red Letter Media talking about this and one of the things that they said was like well if this was like a brand new apartment building and it was like stock full of people this would have been a much more like obviously much higher budget film but like that would have been a really interesting place to put an Evil Dead movie as opposed to like a dingy yeah. place with still just six people <laughs> and that's really what that's what I thought this was when they first announced hey we're moving Evil Dead to an apartment it was like oh great so there's not four people in a cabin in one right. in one setting right because that, that's is, that like that's a movie you don't have to make anymore right exactly and then they still and they made the same thing over i mean i i do appreciate like the beginning and end where it's just like gotta be a cabin somewhere it's an evil dead movie <laughs> gotta go to a cabin oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah while that opening um, scene was good it just like it i don't know what what exactly it was supposed to add to the no, story yeah, I, that, it was, that had I think to it was just quite point. literally an obligatory weird we need a cabin yeah yeah we need a cabin and we need that weird camera motion um oh, and, do that in, as well yeah good point um that i think that, that is literally it that being said that when that very prosthetic head falls onto the onto the dock i was like i'm into this like let's do <laughs> this i get i get where you're going right now <laughs> Yeah, uh, I really, I really, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, it's just a horror movie. That's fun. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a very fun horror movie, and it goes like, and they do the lines, they do all the classic lines and stuff like that, and it, and it's still like, it, it all holds up really well. Um, tell me how Bo is afraid is. I wanted to see this, but I, I completely missed it. Uh, okay. Um, forgettable for a movie I really liked. I okay. enjoyed this movie, but at the same time of the three Ari Aster movies that I've seen, it's my least favorite, but it's yeah. still, I, I, I can't recommend it to most people, but I want people to watch it. I just don't want to be the one recommending it. it I, think it I think the beginning of it, it's like three 45-minute movies, but I okay. really love the first 45-minute movie. Okay. Yes. That is the best part. I think that whole sequence, I can't wait to watch again. And that's the thing that's like keeping it in my head. I'm forgetting more about the other parts, especially the wood, the the theater troupe in the woods sequence has really exited my memory. Yeah. Um, I think it loses a little bit of steam towards the end. Um, I, I Granted, I really like the sequence at home at the end, but... Once once he's in the boat, it's it's almost like okay, Ari, 
some of us have things to do today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this it, is a really long movie, right? It's three full yeah. fucking hours. And it's like the last 15 minutes. I'm like, you're fucking with us now. Like, you don't have to do this. You're choosing to do this now. You're, uh, which I, if, if that's a move, I applaud it because this movie feels like, like, I don't really have anxiety. Like, you know, a lot of people do or, but this, the first 45 minutes felt like a window into what goes through someone's head if they are just in general anxious about most things and like yeah. how, what it, what it feels like and what a heightened world feels like from their perspective. Okay. Uh, whether it's doing that intentionally or not, I don't know, but that's what it felt like to me. And I thought that was great. I think uh, he's having so much fun in this. Um, Joaquin as a complete sad, crazy person. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun, and Patty Lupone is awesome at the very end. Is it um is it split? So when you say there's like th- it's three forty five minute movies, is it split in the same way that like Triangle Sadness is, where there are like three distinct acts to it, or is it just like, or is it not one... explicitly, but kind of? Okay. The setting changes drastically. Like he goes, okay. goes from the the city to the suburbs to the woods to or nature, a fancy suburb. And then to to uh actually like uh what's oh my god like confronting his past so it, okay. it oh. you really get a different like in different locations it feels it feels different is it scary no or is it just like a okay so it's full on drama basically it's but like a no, weird it's drama. funny it's overt okay. it's overtly funny okay. I'm. I couldn't find in a like way a that stream. he would make something that's funny, which is basically. I, I was looking not for funny. a streaming date, but right, yeah, exactly. You've got to be a very specific person to find a funny type of thing. <laughs> um, I, I am excited to see this. Um, I'm sad that I missed it. In theater. It was. It was only in theaters for a hot minute. Um, and which was kind of like surprising because I felt like Midsummer was was in theaters for a lot longer than Bo's Afraid was. Well, that was um, a significantly an in a significantly more accessible movie than this is. Yeah. Ezra said, oh. I don't know how to recommend, I don't know who to recommend this to other than the people that already said they saw it or were like, oh, damn, I miss Bo was afraid when it was in theaters. Like, so yeah, is it hard to recommend like Death of Dick Long is hard to recommend or not exact. It's just like, I don't know it. If you don't know about this movie, you don't want to see it. OK. Yeah, and if you it. do know about this movie. You may want to see it. <laughs> so right, I got it. It's already if you've heard of it, there's a 50 50 chance it might be for you. And I don't want to take those odds on. So got it. I'm just going to le- keep it to myself. Still good. All right. All right. Uh, so now to move on to a movie that everyone should see. Pete, let's talk about Suzumi. Uh, super fun. Uh, this is from the director of Your Name that hit Tiggs's top 10 in 2012. And then, and then yours in 2013? <laughs> like, who knows when this movie like technically came out and in what country kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah that movie I love. Um, Weathering With You came out like four years ago. I thought was pretty good. Um, it was good. But this, it wasn't yeah. as good. It wasn't as memorable. This is an absolute return to form from... Yeah. 
your name. I think this is really, really great. Um, some of the early reviews were making mentions like, uh, so a guy turns into a chair and mm -hmm. I don't, I was not prepared for exactly what that meant, even though it seems pretty straightforward. Oh yeah, and it's turned a, into a chair. Straight up. And it's a delight. Yeah. Um, really great. I I I I, lo I love this director's sort of like just tone that he gives everything. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about, especially with Weathering with You, it's very much like allowing people to ignore. It's allowing like teens to ignore the wider problems in the world in some way to like mm -hmm. allow them to be young. <laughs> huh. And I think such an interesting like track that he's on with that and like something that he wants to sort of like investigate that that's fun. Like this movie's good. I, my big complaint, I thought the like the like weird demony cloud, I forget what else what they called it. Um, I, I didn't like the animation on it. Oh, interesting. I I did I like the animation on that. The the thing that bugged me, and the only thing that stopped this from being like a full on five star, was I I love the relationship between Suzumi and Cher, but I it like everything that I've read after was just like how how they made like a a love relationship with a chair work, and I didn't see it. It didn't feel like a a you know a boyfriend girlfriend like. If it was like yeah. a brother sister relationship, I totally would have bought it and felt it. So like at the end where she's just like, I love him. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? I don't know that that that's where that disconnect happened. And it's just kind of like it broke me in the at like the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Everything else, which was basically just like Kiki's delivery service. But, you know, stopping the apocalypse yeah. was fantastic because <laughs> the emotional end of your name is so good. Like, yeah. Like, all the time he spends in the epilogue of that movie of, like, watching them, like, kind of go on with their life with, like, still having this weird feeling mm -hmm. building to that final moment is so good that I think this this attempts to do something like it, and it just doesn't work out as much. But, yeah, I yeah. love that. I love the chair. <laughs> I love the chair. I do. I do love the chair. I love, like, all of the, you know, just trying to figure out, like, when they go to, like, the abandoned, like, amusement park and stuff like that. And, like, and, and like her being the only one that can see these things. And, like, you know, tr like, when she initially freaks out at school and, like, and just, like, there's really great emotion at play throughout this entire movie. And you can really feel it. I The, the other odd part was with the, um, with the, with the aunt, um, and like the whole like I I'm, I can't be in a relationship because of you, which seemed to like really kind of come out of like nowhere at one point. Um, th that was like this is pretty harsh. Um, I know that that was the work of demons, but still, uh, it was still very weird. Um, and then like all of like the 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 weird cat being like not that weird in the law. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff that happens in it that I was all on board for, and I can't wait for this to come out so that I can watch it again because it, it was. I I sat there in the theater. Being like, okay, I know it'll be good. I know I'm gonna like it, but like, let's see how good it is. Um, yep. Not having seen any reviews, and I was like, edge of my seat, like just like, like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've seen in years. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, this is I I I love this uh, to an extent that I like did not think I was going to. Yeah. Um, Pete, tell me about Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Um. Yeah, I I desperately want you guys to and everyone to watch this because uh, currently uh, it sits above <laughs> everything else. It's my favorite movie of the year currently. Um, wow. Oh. 
I absolutely love this. I think it's so goddamn funny and really interesting. And I've, I've you know, I've never read the Judy Bloom novel because, um, you know, but <laughs> I think it's so interesting. And anything that you might think that it is, even though if you know that it's like about, uh, you know, a young yes. uh, puberty <laughs> and religion, it's so good. It's so funny. The the girl who plays Margaret is the original Cassie Lang from the Ant Man movies. Oh, um, nice. Those. And she's so fun in this. Um, Rachel McAdams as her mom is just the best. Con- Rachel McAdams continuing to just be the best. Um, There's a uh, safety brother in it, so is it super fucked yes. up? <laughs> no, that's the weird thing. He's very, very, very regular, which I think it oh. takes a moment to really get like your head around a bit um and kathy bates uh, it plays her grandmother's really great it's so funny and so fun uh i it's a shame that no one's really saw seen this um did even so this is the first yeah go ahead judy blue movies or books have not have like traditionally like never i don't know if, if she never just like um uh tried to like sell them or whatever but this is like the first one that's really coming down as like a movie now um, so the, I assume that there's going to be more coming. Did they start up a studio called Bloomhouse for this? Because if not, <laughs> I don't know if I want to see them. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe so. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, well, then I'm out. <laughs> so good. But, but please, everyone, watch Are You There, Guard? It's me, Margaret. Okay. I do want to see it. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is Sisu? <laughs> Sisu is um, the newest uh, Let's Make a John Wick movie. Uh, okay. it's Finnish, I believe it's about a gold, uh, miner, uh, who was, uh, mining for gold in, in Northern Finland, um, in, in wait for it, 1944. And on his way back runs into some Nazis and has to kill those Nazis. Um, All right. it's like pretty fun. It's, it's, it's clearly it, it, it's influences are a little bit too obvious and boring. Um, but it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's short and pretty okay. decent but it's not nowhere near as good as you would hope that these things are you know it doesn't have the inventiveness as like something like nobody um uh, but it's also not long like atomic blonde oh oof, or, yeah oof, that was a that was a long movie um okay uh oddly none of us saw guy Ritchie's the covenant but we'll get to that next yeah time, i'm all set on that <laughs> <laughs> all right the one that we've all been waiting for let's talk Fast 10 or Fast X? I prefer Fast, Fast X. Fast X. Um, nice. Okay. So did I have fun watching the movie? I did. Um, yep. But I think this movie, like, commits, like, a weird sin in my eyes. Like, when you start with some of the best scenes from the best movie you've made <laughs> yeah. in Fast right. 5, yep. and Very then weird you... Intro. Like, I was just prepared to leave and watch Fast Five. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? Especially, yeah. and if you're going to do that, that, then what I want in my movie that comes next is to be as tonally close to Fast Five as humanly possible, because I think that movie is the watermark of this franchise. Instead, what we get is now, if we talk about everything post Furious 7 as kind of like when these movies go to crazy town. 
I think this does a better job of being crazy and weird than eight or nine or Hobbs and Shaw. It's but, more grounded, for but sure. But I think I don't like this direction on a whole, and we've probably touched on it across the board. And I think showing us five is like a weird way of showing us that mini trilogy of five, six, and seven. And they don't make those anymore. No. Yeah. And like this, this that's, yeah. Go ahead, Pete. This tr- this trilogy, because yeah, as you said, five, six, and seven is its own thing. Eight, nine, and this, and whatever the hell comes after this feels like its own little thing. But it's the action is just nowhere near as fun to watch. No, yeah, um, they, they lean way more, especially with basic car stuff, way more digital. Yeah, it's just not as yeah. engaging. They they repeat the Doms alone on an island thing that eight did. Yeah, um, it's this. I don't think you needed anyone other than Dom in this movie. No, and that's and, yeah. And if you're I, gonna do that, if if that's if this is what they wanted to do, then this movie needed to just be Dom's movie and everybody else we see in the next one or something. Because cutting back and forth, um, when when you're saying, "Oh, this is gonna be our Infinity War," no, it's not. You're and they're just, not yeah. doing that much in the plane. You're just, no. they're literally just like on a plane, like waiting to get somewhere. Like nothing all of the happens. rest of the cast. Like and this movie things. is long and nothing happens for most of the characters. Yeah. And except for like Cena. Um, oh, it's also Cena. But like Jordana Brewster every, having like lines is nice for once. <laughs> every, every single scene with Roman and Tej, um, is just re- constantly reminding you that they don't have money and they're on the run. It just keeps yep. starting off. And it, they all feel like different options for what that crew could have been doing. And then reminding you that they're trying to get to the rendezvous. Right. Oh, right. we don't we don't have money. We're on the run. We're trying to get to the rendezvous every single time. And it's not, nothing happens. Same they thing for Michelle Rodriguez. Like nothing yeah. happens. She has one fight. I forgot she was in the movie for a while because right. she just disappears she, for an hour. She has a cipher fight and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. That being said, it's a great fight, but like Jason what? Momoa in this movie. Oh, he's phenomenal. <laughs> yes. Which is so annoying because what takes mentioned Cena before. I was very annoyed that Cena was in cuddly Cena mode immediately. I think that's such a weird whiplash from the last one. It, it, that, it, now it's what he should have. Here's the thing. If you introduce a long lost brother, like he didn't have to be the villain. You could have just made him like he went off somewhere and did some stuff, whatever. But like you go from John Cena acting out of character in the third, in the ninth movie from like what he's kind of known for to wildly in character. It's just weird. Now it feels better, but this character is not the same character, but they kind of, and I feel like even with with they the other character they kind of did this to, they did over time in uh in Roman. Roman was like yeah. serious, like a serious kind of broody. They wanted to make him like a Vin Diesel esque in Too Fast, and then in Fast Five, he's not pitched as crazily as he is now. But they gradually tr- tr- transition him over like three or four movies. This yeah. they went the from same, like John Cena is as serious as Dom to the least serious person in the movie to as crazy as Momoa. The only so the only thing that I will say for that 
is that if I was an uncle in a very crazy situation with like an 11 with my 11 year old nephew, I'd probably also be pretty light on the whole thing. You know, like that would be like, like that, like I will give it that, that being said, the, the jump from last to this, there should have been something in between. I completely get that, but that's, that's how I, that's my headcanon for it is like, no, he's just being an uncle. He's just being his uncle. Yeah. Which is why then at the end, when he's in the, in the car, he's just like dumb gonna do it now yeah, yeah but we need to we, oh my god i hated that we need a scene we need to see no one's dead in these movies so he better not be yeah they need to they just need a sequence in between that because yeah even the last one doesn't really end with you feeling that he's a part of the family no yeah that's true yeah right so yeah that 100 that, that goes from not a part to the villain to maybe approaching coming back into the fold to immediately being cuddly uncle. Right. It's so jarring, which is is very jarring because Jason Momoa is playing a villain that we haven't seen since, I don't know, fucking like, I'm trying to think of like, He's basically doing he, he's Heath Ledger's like Joker, right? Like in yeah, some way. Yeah. yeah, but he's he's but like a like Nicholas character. Really he's like, yeah. 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 He's like if if Face Off had a third character that switched Ooh. another face. Like he's out of control and he's so much fun. Anybody works. Yeah. Oh, it works so well. He's exactly works what, he's exactly so well. what this needed, but but he's exactly what this franchise needed is some someone a villain to not try to be the most serious person in the world. But right. he does he makes every joke that Roman or Cena attempt fall flat because they're nowhere close to how fun he is. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The whole, like when he's just like, what should we blow up? The Vatican? All right, you guys are going to hell. I was like, I was <laughs> laughing hysterically yeah. at all of Momoa's lines. It was so good. Um, and like, I, I was there opening day, had to see it immediately, saw it again, like enjoyed the movie a lot the second time as well. I won't lie. Um, like I, 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 I agree. Like nothing will ever be as good as five, six, seven. Like that trilogy was perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, eight, nine and Hobbs and Shaw, I guess are its own trilogy because this is going to be fast X, 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 and then X, X, X. I guess they're talking about three potential parts for this. I heard um, a, I just read I heard I just read that uh it's possible that this becomes a, a a trilogy in a sense by doing a Hobbs and Shaw two oh, okay. as the in between to Fast X uh two. So spoiler territory, by the way, we're gonna get into all of this now. So yep, let's do it. Skip out of this if you don't, because it's weird that the last the so. So first of all, it's weird that they don't flash to be continued at the end. That's was, true. Yeah. But it is very funny that Vin Diesel squares up to fight a dam. Um, yep. I was totally into it. I won't lie. I'm totally <laughs> into that. <laughs> which I loved. But then the post credit scene is is oddly like they were just starting the same movie over again with a different character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's exactly that. Um, and like, again, so... First off, again, we're in spoiler territory here. Gal Gadot coming back was like, mm, what's going on right now? Is right. It, is this, um, that was, that's weird. Especially, like, especially because she's clearly in a room by herself. Yep. 
and they put everything around. So she interacts with she's like waves. It's, it is the most CGI thing. Like you could have told me that that was like a CGI like shot from like Star Wars when they like you know when they had to bring like Grandma Tarkin back. Like that it looked so fake. It was like what the you hell is going on? Right? Gal Gadot, Gadot said no, and yeah. they're like, I, "We have enough of you. Don't worry." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, she says nothing. Like, she waves. She smiles, and that's it. Yeah. What do you think her paycheck was for this? This is what bums me out. How much does she get paid for that? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know. But also, I mean, also, now it's with after Wonder Woman, like this is I, I assume that, you know, she'll have to be a big character in the next one. Um, well, it's it is kind of sad that both both the ending surprises, quote unquote, surprises of this movie are two actors running back to this because everything else failed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of obvious that she was coming once they like start talking about. um Han dating. I was like, oh, okay, confirmed. Giselle returns. Yeah. Right. Um, because um, they, they're not going to give him a new partner. No. They're going to give him yeah, his old but... partner, which, which again, like, it, it, I don't know. And I also don't know if they're going full side switching on Cypher. Like, what the fuck are we doing, dudes? Like, we I need some bad that people to stay bad. Yeah, yeah it, the... I, I thought the fight was fine, but Keep some villains on the villain side. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Um, Cypher should not have switched. Um, I mean, again, like Momoa being now like the ultimate villain is, I guess, the ultimate villain. I don't know, whatever. Um, unless Momoa ha- also has a brother. Yeah, well, or, the only problem I, with Momoa being the ultimate villain is that every single like there were five different scenes of this movie that Momoa announced. Granted, you might just argue that he's just a crazy person like. Nope, this is actually where I wanted you to be. No, right, no, yeah. no, no, I'm kidding. LOL, JK, that last one, um, you actually got me there. But no, you thought you did. But this is where I wanted you to be. This is I where. I will say, Ames' turn did not, I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I, I, I will admit, I was like, oh, is he a bad, eh, whatever. It's fine. If he is or he isn't, I'm good either way. Because I like Alan Richardson. I think he's a yeah. fun big dude, and I think he yep. fits so well in these in this movie. So if it's like a like if they're just the ba- if they're the only bad guys, that's fine. I just I'm curious to see how they play off of each other in a sequel because now they're kind of paired up. So yeah. I'm I'm curious to see that part. But yeah, this movie is better than eight and nine and Hobbs yes. and Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, Not nowhere near as good as seven, six or five or anything. I think it's better than Hobbs and Shaw, but I don't think it's better than eight or nine. I probably have to watch again. I was just enthused by the action in this movie. Um, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't really thrill me visually. I, I liked uh, I I did enjoy a lot of the I liked um and maybe it was because like I was literally in Rome like two weeks before and I was like oh I was there I was there I was there <laughs> um and, and that was all like really great also side story we were out late one night in Rome and they're like every like the streets we had to walk down was closed for filming and I was like god damn it what's going on right now they're like oh what are you guys filming and somebody like says something in Italian and someone says they're like oh my spy too and I was like what <laughs> yeah. Batista crushing it left and right. Yep. Yeah, um, Batista crushing it. Um, the Rock coming back in the final scene, in the credit scene. It had to happen. For a second, I really thought for a second that since he had a mask on, I was like, that's not The Rock, and they're about I to just, kill him. 
I thought that so, he was just it was not gonna that mask was not going to come off and it was just going to be like hopefully we get the rock and when he finally did take it off and he was just like you so I was like <laughs> like really yeah. really but went for it it makes sense because Jason Statham just disappears from this movie yes yes point. and yeah, that's annoying because he was um, good like when he shows up it's yeah. great. <laughs> It's, that's the thing, like, he, I think it's such a bummer that he's kind of been gone, because, like, he, I think he's so much more of an interesting comedic action star, and he immediately was like, okay, I'm finally into these Roman Tej, um, oh, God, now I can't think of her name, I almost said Morpheus, what is, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey's, Ramsey's and Han yeah. scene, so it's like, finally some life gets injected, and then three seconds later, he's like, bye, yeah, um, yeah. So, oh, so, okay, uh, Al, uh, uh, I, I do this every fucking time. Not Al, Brie Larson. Yep. Uh, complete waste. She shows shows yeah. up to do to get shot. Like shows up in the first yeah. scene, gets shot, and like the next scene that she's in, does yeah. nothing in between. Like but really, really weird. Her introduction is in possibly the most ruinous sequence of the film for me, and what I like to see, like that the Agency HQ weird video board, like. Sl- just like who sludge. installed those? Like, did they I, get I the Geek Squad? And like, what are they connected to? I hate Nothing that so much. It's just ex, It's just an exposition factory. It's very neo. It's, it's very Evangelion of just like the weird monoliths that talk in like a it random just, rooms. It looks so bad. It 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 it's that thing was like this movie is this this whole franchise is so outside. It's yeah. it's there's heart there's very little scenes indoors in this franchise except yeah. to count car doors. But yeah. hey, nailed it. Don't deal. don't do this weird CGI room. It does not fit. No. The, yeah. it do, it's it's not the visual language of this movie. And I in that moment I hated both of those characters. And Brie Larson never got back for me except I did like I liked her outfits. Um. The other guy never got back to me because I couldn't understand why all of his shirts had that weird shoulder buckle that like looked like looked like suspenders that only went around his shoulder. And I didn't I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's like interesting. He had that. He had it on one shirt. I was like, I have no idea what that is because it's not a holster. It's not holding a gun. And then he had another shirt with it. I was like, what the fuck is this style? I was like waiting for those to tell him that it was like a cybernetic arm or something. And it was just. I Ooh. didn't get it. I couldn't get back to him. I, I feel bad because I like that guy. I would like to watch his Jack Reacher TV show. I've heard a lot of good things. I liked it. it. I, I I liked it. I still see him as his stupid, goofy character from Blue Mountain State. And I haven't I, broken out. Castle. Yeah. So I haven't seen that, but I did like Reacher. Um, I thought I thought it was good. It, it's he he's like funny enough in that, and and there's like a good music throughout that entire film. Like it, it's worth watching. Um, way more than like the Chris Pratt one that also came out at some point. That was like the one that came after Reacher on like Amazon Prime that I watched all of in like two days, and it was like this was a waste of fourteen hours. Oh God, what was um, that? something the Kill List? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, I don't, I can't even. Why did I do this to myself? Um, I liked Reacher. Um, I thought that was fun. Yeah, I think that he's he's good at playing the big dude. Um, I there should have been, there should have been a big dude fight 
at some point during this movie yeah. with like Cena and the like there were so many big dudes that could have been fighting at some point. Yeah, I think that's that's coming in the next one though. We'll get some like big dude fights, which I'm excited about. But yeah, who knows? So are we supposed to believe that the person behind the Hobbs and Shaw stuff is Momoa or is that still supposed to be someone else? I think they're, it, they left it kind of open to whoever it could be. So I'm thinking it's probably, they're going to make it Ramo- I think they're going to make it Momoa now. I think that'd be the best way to go about this. Like let's slow this shit down. Let's get a Hobbs and Shaw too. That's kind of from the perspective of what's happening at the same time as this movie. And then let's get a finale with everybody. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, I I would be in for that. Again, like, regardless of, like, you know, lacking a quality of this one compared to, like, you know, uh, let's just say the the vast majority of the other Fast movies. There were multiple times watching this, both times, that I was like, I I could... This is such easy background. This is like dinner music for me at this point, where it's like, I can put it on and enjoy this whenever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think I would like this movie in the background slightly more because as I said, because I had issues visually with the movie, but it's, st- it's still a fast, it's, st- it's, it moves pretty quickly. It does. It, it does not, not feel too 20. It's not trying to do too much. No. On the scenes. I think I would really love it if I could easily just not pay attention to the Roman Tej stuff. Yeah. 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 That they, they really, that all could have been, that all should have been cut out. again. Like Dom on his own, would have Dom, made more they've sense. Just done, they've just done Dom on his own before. Yeah. That I just like, I don't. So if you're going to do it again, like just, just accept we don't need these other people anymore then. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Like, oh, find man. a way to take them off the board a bit more meaningful at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Do with Letty. Yeah. Because right. Yeah. It just feels like, it feels like so much time goes by. For, it, it feels like everyone's on different timelines like this this feels like dunkirk and some yeah. lines are a day some storylines are a week and it's just it's 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 it i don't know you kind of feel built i would love a dom cut yeah i would watch a dom cut i would definitely watch a dom cut or just a jason moa super cut i i fucking loved him in this he was so good yep. he just had so much fun. i've never seen some anyone have as much fun as jason moa was having yeah. in this movie oh the other thing, I'm sick, God, I'm so sick and tired of everyone being related in this movie. We don't need to fucking meet What's-Her-Face's sister. Uh, no. so I I was wondering, like, I was like, man, chose to save her. That's weird. And I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. That's the one sister. character who's actually stayed dead, but, like, yeah. let's see what ha- happens. Brie <laughs> Larson is nobody's daughter. Like, it, it's, everyone's related. Family. Yeah. Yeah. Family. As, I think, Family. I think... By the last one, you're going to go see it in theaters and then end up sitting next to a long lost cousin. <laughs> I would be OK with that. Is why was Kurt Russell filming something else? Like what was going like? Why? Wh- wh- why isn't Kurt Russell in? The, is he going to come back at some point? Like this is I don't he, know. He really, He's in the wind right now. I think. I, I don't know. I don't I also don't care. It's nice if I see him. It also doesn't matter if I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's busy with Christmas Chronicles three. I'm like all in for Christmas Chronicles three, to be honest. <laughs> like I like those first two movies. Exists, um, I was. That was me. Just I guessing. hope it exists. I hope it exists because I will be watching that this Christmas, hundred <laughs> percent. 
you're not going to watch this Christmas this Christmas? Oh, I mean, well, obviously, that's the that's what I start with this <laughs> Christmas. Um, and then, you know, to save Christmas, I watch her and save Christmas. Um, <laughs> anything, any any final words on Fast X? Will they will this will it be Fast XI next or will it be Fast XX? If you think if you have an idea of what it's going to be, it's not going to be that. Yeah, it's going to be like Fast C. You're like, what the hell? Yep. <laughs> Uh, I'm really hoping that there's a triple X crossover somehow. Like, I think it just makes sense at this point if they're, if they're going to go into the fast X stuff. Um, I would not hate it. I would mm. not hate it. I would be so in for it. And if ice cube comes in too. Oh, so sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. We're already 17 yeah. minutes over where Russ wanted us to stop. You can find us on the web podcast.com. <laughs> you can find Russ on all of the things as Rust incredible. You can find Pete at, Pete Peter Petey on Letterboxd. You can find me on Letterboxd and Strava's Johnny Tiggs. And you can find us in the same place talking about different movies in about a month. I don't know. Whatever's coming. There's there's a couple things coming out. We got Spider-Verse. We got Jurassic or not Jurassic. We got Transformers. Um, and I think is, it's actually kind of I, Flash. Dude, I mean, I got to figure out whether or not I'm going to go see the Flash. Mm. I, 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 I keep being told to watch the trailer. I haven't watched the trailer. I'll it looks say. like something. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It just, after, it, it just reminds me that we've gotten, no, we've gotten no Ezra Miller updates since the trailer dropped. And that's weird. Yeah. And all that, of the DC stuff is in think, such turmoil right now that this was obviously in production in between yeah. the, like yeah. why this why this came out and why a movie that was completely that was completed and ready to come out was just canned yeah. there's there's still really weird stuff going on <laughs> obviously completely ignoring their long list of crimes yes yeah because this has to succeed but does yes. it but does it have to because like what is james gun <laughs> do you think james i don't fuck it i don't i don't know i just don't want to i don't want to think about these things anymore <laughs> Well, luckily, we can think about them when the podcast is over, or you can send us your thoughts. So, eh, no one's going to email us. No one even has email anymore. Just text us. You, you all know our numbers. Um, thank you all for being here. And thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you all next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Enchanté.